Welcome to Doa Than, Myanmar's only weekly podcast. I'm Claire Hammond. This week marks the 30th anniversary of the nationwide demonstrations known as the 88 Uprising, which came close to toppling the then military government. The months-long protests ended only after the junta launched a coup in September 1988. State Councillor Do Aung San Suu Kyi is Myanmar's best-known female political prisoner, but countless other women have been imprisoned for their political views. This week, Dorothan meets some of these women and hears about the sacrifices they made in order to play a role in the country's pro-democracy movement. Here is the full story. There should be no political prisoner in a country that is moving towards democracy, and those in detention should be released immediately. Thousands have suffered inside Myanmar's prisons for their role in these 1988 protests and in other pro-democracy movements since then. Women have played a significant role in the struggle for democratic reform in Myanmar, and many paid a high price for their courageous activism, including long sentences under harsh conditions in jail. State councillor Do Aung San Suu Kyi, co-founder of the National League for Democracy, is the nation's most famous former political prisoner. But the sacrifices of many other women who spent time in prison for their political beliefs are not widely known. Among them is Dor Piu Piu Thin, an NLD MP in the Piethu Latour for Yangon's Mingala Town Nyunt. She spent four months inside the infamous insane prison in 2000 after being arrested for her role in a pro-democracy demonstration. For more than a week, we had no clothes, except what we were wearing. When we wash our clothes, we have to wear a prison blanket until they dry. When we arrived in St. Prison, it was like hell, and we had to go through interrogation the entire night. She said another problem was the poor quality of the food. There was sand and stones in the rice, and insects were often crawling in the food, she said. We try to keep our spirits up, and we make fun of the food, calling it election, because we have to pick up things from rice. For the entire four months, we were kept in a cell where we ate, and defecated in a bucket because there was no toilet. Former activist Dorthan Thante, 52, spent nearly 13 years inside Insane, where she endured torture under interrogation. Thante served two stints in Insane. In 1991, she received a six-year sentence under Section 5J of the Emergency Provisions Act, but was released after one year and four months. In 2000, she was found guilty of collecting data about political prisoners in Myanmar's jails and sending it abroad. She was sentenced to 17 years and four months for two offences under the Emergency Provisions Act and another under the Unlawful Association Act, but was released under a pardon in 2011. Thanthante said conditions for women political prisoners in Insane were grim. Fresh air did not circulate in her cell, which she could only leave for 15 minutes each day to exercise. Rats also ate her food, she said. Prisoners in Insane were like animals caged in a zoo, Thanthante said. That is why most former political prisoners, including myself, do not like to visit the zoo, 
because it reminds us of what we suffer in jail. A turning point in Than Than Tay's life was witnessing the fatal shooting of student Ko Po Moore in March 13, 1988, which many regard as the trigger for the nationwide protest that swept the country that year. She said that it was the military junta's deliberate misinformation about the circumstances of Pone Moore's death that motivated her to become involved in politics. However, her family also paid a price for Than Than Tay's work. At one point, while she was in hiding, two of her sisters and her mother were arrested. My mother and one older sister were arrested first and were denied food to force them to reveal where I was hiding. Tantante said she was also deprived of food for about a week when she was interrogated. The interrogation sessions included being hit on her leg by a wooden stick wielded by a man she identified as Captain Than Ong from the special branch. She wears a scar on her leg as a reminder. When I was beaten, I felt more than pain. I felt shame because even my parents never beat me. Being slapped on the face by men was more than I could bear. I was so humiliated and in so much pain that I sat down and cried out. But Tan Ang kicked me in the back because he knew I had kidney disease and then I fell down. She recalled her interrogators saying that she needed to be taught a lesson because her parents had not raised her properly. Dantante said she had no words to describe a man who was capable of assaulting a defenceless woman. From the point of a politician, I wouldn't take a revenge or say anything about him. But to talk simply as a woman, I want to grind him into pieces. Cho Cho A is another woman to have suffered as part of her role in the country's pro-democracy movement. She was arrested alongside two other women in 2009 after offering food to monks on the second anniversary of the 2007 monk-led protest known as the Saffron Revolution. The women had worn orange and used orange umbrellas to show solidarity for the monks, who sometimes wear orange robes. After their arrest, the women were interrogated for four days and three nights without sleep before being transferred to Insane, where they spent four months of pre-trial detention in a bare, dark cell without toilet facilities. In early 2015, Cho Cho A was sentenced to two years in prison after being convicted under Section 505B of the Penal Code, a broadly worded clause that relates to public nuisance. She said she was told by a police officer that her daughter, who was studying at university, would not be allowed to travel overseas after she graduated. Because they were talking about my daughter, I was very worried about her. I saw her only once in two years when she brought me some clothes and could never get out of my mind the way she looked at me as she was leaving. Shortly after she was sentenced, Cho Cho A was transferred to Yemithin Prison in the centre of Mandalay region. Cho Cho A said it was not easy for women in Myanmar to be involved in politics because they were expected to look after their family. Women involved in politics are sometimes made to feel selfish, Cho Cho A said adding that she had also faced criticism from members of her own family. As a woman who is not able to contribute to the family income, I feel guilty. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Doa Tham. 
This programme was put together this week by Zani, Sumiat Mon and Claire Hammond. You can read the above-mentioned news and other interesting articles via Frontier Myanmar's website and Facebook pages, and you can share your thoughts on these pages freely. You can read the above-mentioned news and other interesting articles via Frontier Myanmar's website and Facebook pages, and you can share your thoughts on these pages freely. Please stay tuned for next Wednesday's episode and visit the Dorothan Facebook page. The project to support human rights reporting is a partnership between Frontier Myanmar and Foundation Hirondelle, funded by the Embassy of the Netherlands in Myanmar. Thanks for staying with us while broadcasting.